to football supporters around the world, and especially here in Thailand, welcome to the Portcast Podcast, with news, views, and profiles of the supporters of Thai Port FC, or as they say in Thai, Tarua FC. And now, here's your host. Arguably the most knowledgeable Port FC supporter this side of Janet the Hutt. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Earl. Oh Welcome, everyone, hey. to our latest podcast. I decided I had to do a more energetic, like, <laughs> first yeah. word. Because you've, you've heard the intro to the podcast, right? Which is the, the intro John, John Spittle, Spittle recorded for me. Which is absolutely fantastic. You're never gonna out. I, I know, but, out, he, but he builds uh, up enthuse John Spittle. I, I know, but he builds up all of this energy, and I feel like normally when I introduce, I just go "Welcome to the podcast." So I thought I'd, I'd try. John's like that. Him. Probably like that when he goes to the toilet. Um, <laughs> you reckon he commentates? Hey, on his I'm going to the toilet. Movement. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I mentioned it. <laughs> so welcome. Um, our latest podcast. We are taking a tour. Thailand. Tour of Thailand. Because you're all stuck in your condos and houses and shacks and things. We decided we'd do a take you on a tour of Thailand. A bit of escapism. Yeah. And it specifically we're talking about T one's sixteen Stadia. Stadia. Stadiums. We can call it stadia or stadiums. When I was writing my notes I wrote stadiums, but I feel I like think you have to say stadiums. If you say stadia you sound like a bit of a And will we a pedant. The, the important thing is we're gonna be talking about these things for a long time are right. we going to remember to say stadia every let's just time? say stadiums probably not let's just say stadiums yeah. let's let's talk let's to the common on, man let's agree on set the protocol <laughs> as we start so 16 we're breaking the, the booze ban as well we've got a bottle of blend yeah and uh, she can there you go yeah, and several bottles of soda so we're settled it, in it was procured from a uh, procured from by a local yeah, source underhand means <laughs> the black market yeah well how else are we going to do a podcast we have to uh, have to have the I correct did make the mistake of bringing Pringles as well so if you hear a loud noise at any point it's one of us eating Pringles professional stuff professional yeah, exactly professional, uh, professional to the end done. so we're going to do alphabetical order are we, we? Are, we're going to do alphabetical order we're starting at the bottom basically at the aren't bottom, we? yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not setting the bar very high to start <laughs> with we start with Bangkok United and Tamasat Stadium it's certainly one of the bigger stadiums in the league um, Bangkok have been there since 2016 before that they were in Thai Japanese stadium but um, what do we think about Tamasat Stadium I think it's the worst place to watch football I've ever been to not just Thailand but anywhere in the world anywhere it's in just the, world. the shittest place to watch football wow there is I mean many reasons you can't get you can't get a drink there it's That's on a university bad. campus the views are from the away end are really, really shit. Um, the, I'll talk about the staff in a moment. I had a bad experience with the staff on my first time there, which we'll go into shortly. Um, and the toilets, of course. Now, did you, did you come with us last I summer? I was on we that came? trip, yeah. yeah. So last, Port played there last, I think it was July or August. Lost that like we always do there. And um, we noticed that they'd taken out most of the... There were three urinals for the whole away end. And they'd taken out a load of the urines and replaced them with showers for some reason. 
I don't know about shower. you, after 45 minutes of football and drinking beer, half time whistle goes, first thing you want is a shower, obviously. Final whistle, it wouldn't actually be that bad a idea, but. Um, but all that happened was that you had loads of clong toy blokes pissing in the shower. Of course, I mean, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So I couldn't quite understand why they'd put showers in instead of urinals. This, um, this was a different stadium, which we'll get onto later. But speaking <laughs> of people pissing in unusual places. There's going um, to be a lot of stories there, about there people pissing in this podcast. I can think of at least two others. But the one I was specifically remembering was there was a really long sink. And it was just one long thing, you know, like not separated. Like a trough. And it, yeah, exactly, like a trough. And there was a guy lying in there, <clears throat> pissing. Well, I, he, he was taking up about four different, you know, taps and just pissing. I have a similar story about that. It's not related to Thai football, but this is, an, and it's an even more disgusting story. There was, this is, I was a student in Manchester. This is about 1991, 92. And there used to be a bar on Oxford Road that every Tuesday night would do 50p tequilas. So you can imagine the, oh, the carnage in yeah. this place. And I went in there one night and one guy had just passed out in the urinal trough. <laughs> and, oh. and people were just pissing on him. And what it, it part was of just, his body was in the urinal trough? He was just lying in the on top of the urinal trough. <laughs> He just oh fallen in there. God. Um, wow. And people were just pissing on him, and it was, yeah, it was like, <laughs> if ever a, a scene could have summed up a 50p tequila <laughs> night, <laughs> it was that. Oh, Jesus. Um, anyway, we've digressed a little bit. But we are pretty already. much expressing our feelings about, about Tamasat. Tamasat Stadium through that. Uh, through that the first story. time I went there was, I didn't actually make it there till the beginning of last year. It was the AFC game between Bangkok United and Hanoi. Okay, yeah. So I went along there, had a friend from Hanoi come over and we went up there. Got a ticket for the, the home end and, we, and even though the stadium was only about a third full, we couldn't find anywhere to sit because they'd put these like, oh yeah, they put these plastic advertising over most of the seats to make yeah. the stadium look full. So we managed to find a couple of seats. Then at half time I thought, I'm going to go to the away end. So I went and bought an away ticket, went around to the away end. They wouldn't let me in. They said, oh, you need a, um, you need like a sticker from the home, the, from the away club. Ah. So well, why didn't they tell me this when I bought my away ticket? And they wouldn't let me in. Wow. So I said, well, can I get a refund on the away ticket? No, you can't. <laughs> so I went around to the home end, of course, by which time there were no seats. So I had to stand on the uh, the TV gantry next to the camera. Wow. So, of course, by the time well, Hanoi... You are a journalist, so that's probably appropriate. <laughs> you are uh, taking um, up your position. Your and I celebrated position. a lot when Hanoi scored because I was so pissed off with Bangkok United by this point. that <clears throat> yeah. I celebrated vociferously when Hanoi beat them. Um, but no, I, it's just just a horrible place to watch football. It's not designed as a football stadium. The Definitely views are not. really bad. Um, I feel a bit sorry for them because I actually think that they're probably the most, one of the most well-run clubs in Thailand. Well, you know, they stuck with that, their coach for five years. They've really improved in those five years. They're you know they're, they're they've got a chairman who doesn't sort of you don't see the chairman on all their advertising or sitting on the bench or any of that kind of stuff. That's true. Um, but then I think one important element of of running and organising a club is providing. Stadium providing a good place for people to watch yeah. football and, and they certainly have let the side down on that because they do you're right they do very well on the playing side they do well I mean they've got their own TV channel yeah their they branding well and everything the and marketing is really good but yeah it's just and, but it's such an important part I mean just think about it we we're the complete opposite we're crap at organising everything else yeah yeah like Bangkok United have like a truck selling shirts which goes everywhere they go they, they do everything really well we're complete nonsense at everything but would you rather be a Bangkok United fan or a Port fan? Well, yeah, no, the, the deciding no question, factor yeah. no has question. to be the atmosphere when you watch the game the experience on match day that's far more important than all of the than all the stuff they do well they didn't even sell out their allocation when we went to the, watch them in the FA Cup final a couple of years ago and they didn't even yeah. sell out their allocation there yeah. so. mm. pretty poor 
So our, mm. our final rating for Tamasat Stadium is one neck pillow. A neck pillow. That you know when you go on the plane, and you have that little yeah yeah pillow I know that what goes around your yeah. yeah. Well, it's because like you know if you're sitting there, you might just nod. I up. might just fall asleep. It's, it's yeah just, yeah it's, true. It's so quiet. You could find yourself with like, like with no one within ten meters of you. You could just be watching the game. Or maybe one. Maybe, one, maybe the uh, bank, one of the Bangkok United players is rolling around on the floor, injured as they <laughs> yeah. do quite often. Or I'll give you the ref. Accidentally nod off. I feel like a neck pillow would be. A, I'd say neck pillow or a bottle of shower gel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Soap on a rope. Yeah. For half time. Okay. So, and we we mentioned briefly before, before that they were in the Thai Japanese stadium, which was shit as well. Which yeah, which was pretty shit, but I don't think it was as bad as Tamasat. Like it was it was the first ever away game I went to actually it was Port at Bangkok United in 2015. We lost. Mine was as well, I think. I'm not sure if it mil. was in 2015 or the year before, but um yeah, I, it was my first trip as well. And yeah, you get a pretty shit view because it's a a running track stadium and it's not a very high elevation behind the goal and, but at least you could get a beer and and in those days Port used to set up a club shop in the away end I was quite impressed that I got to the away end and they'd actually set up a club shop selling shirts and things like that probably fans that did it um, <laughs> but yeah long time since we saw that so yeah Bangkok United good club but they're not very good when it comes to stadiums let's just say and that. that's a massive thing if yeah. you are if you are thinking if you're a new fan or a prospective fan and you're thinking about who you want to follow you might be looking at the table and thinking well Bangkok United it's in Bangkok well it's not, not. <laughs> <laughs> it brands itself it's as if it's in Bangkok, Bangkok and uh, the team <clears> looks <throat> good and they're well run well I mean it is a massive a massive reason not to go support them is the For fact sure. that it's just a crap match day experience with no beer and you know rubbish so Next, we move on alphabetically to BG Patum United. This is one of our, everyone, one of everyone's favourites. This one, isn't it? it, it can't, yes, it divides opinion a little bit because a lot of people love to whinge about the fact that there are only three stands. <laughs> but I mean, the same people don't whinge when other stadiums have two stands. I find like yeah, there are exactly. loads of stadiums which have. It's two better stands to have three good stands and. Than, than, a, than an athletics track exactly I and mean, it's everything else that makes up you know and that the really view, makes the, it the stadium the views there are great as well and the view we had the cup final that was fantastic <clears throat> yeah so we are talking about Leo Stadium yep. in uh, Patamtani uh, they've been there since 2010 so a decent stint there that's proper purpose built exactly. football stadium it's, and it's on the grounds of their their business I guess the Bangkok Glass Company yeah got it there so there's there's actually really good parking as well because it's in this kind of really big complex and there's a big the, the famous rabbit bar of course of course that, and is, it's the only example I can think of of a proper club bar, bar. any stadium yeah even Boyram hasn't got one which you'd think they would yeah and it's the only issue we had with it the last time we were there was the capacity and it's an issue they've brought on themselves because when they first started using it the capacity was listed as 16,000 and if you go on Wikipedia it still says 16,000 but that's wrong Um, it was reduced to 13,000 and then 9,000 and now because it's all seated yeah that's all there is 9,000 and and that's fine for Bangkok class because they they won't normally sell out 9,000 most clubs won't sell out 9,000 but it was used for the FA Cup final which we were in and it it just wasn't enough so that was a shame it was a massive scramble for tickets but anyway it's a really good trip it's not quite in Bangkok, but it's a manageable trip. It's not too far. Unless it's like a Wednesday or something. You know, if it's rush hour traffic, it's pretty bad to get there. But they have the healthiest attitude to drinking beer at football than of any stadium in T1, I think. Obviously, they're sponsored by Leo, so... Yeah, the clue's but, in the name. But yeah, you come down at half-time, they've already got the pints lined up 
on the bar ready for you to buy and uh yeah, I mean, it's it's actually, it's under the stand. Yeah. It's built in. The bar is built into exactly. the stand itself. And you can take your beer up to your seat, I think, as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's going to be one of, I think that's one of the one of the top two or three in, in T1 for me. Personally. Yeah, well, I, I've rated <clears throat> it as eight spoons of crushed ice. Eight spoons of crushed ice, yeah. Eight. It's it's weird. I've never really seen that anywhere else where you've got, they have a picture, right, when you buy the beer, they've got this big picture of crushed ice. And it's got this tiny little spoon there, and it literally does take about eight spoonful, mm. eight spoonfuls of ice to get enough in there. It's weird. I mean, normally anywhere else you get like kind of proper big pieces of ice that you can put in. But anyway, that's a minor detail. Mm. And the the stewards are very good there as well, aren't staff they? Staff are great there. Yeah, <clears throat> staff are really good. I remember I went there and um, can't when it was. I went there a couple of years ago. So I'm carrying my pint. I've got a backpack, and the guy went and looked at my backpack, and he kindly held my pint for me. Well, I put my backpack down. The other guy searched through it. Yeah, very good, good service. Good and, uh, compared to some compared to some stadiums, it's best as well when they don't separate the away fans. Just just in terms of being able to go and explore the rest of the stadium. Because yeah. so we, we've had it before where we've been completely separated and you have to walk miles to get back round to Summit Prakan, to the main stadium. But they've done it in Leo Stadium as well. Mm. And it, but it's nice when they open it so you can just walk straight into the, the Bangkok Glass fan area. Because we're, we're very friendly with the Bangkok Glass fans. Yeah, there's no yeah. particular... There's no beef link, with Bangkok Glass, But, but they're very nice. So yeah, BG, good job, good stadium. Yeah, good. Glad they're back in. An example to... Big an example to other clubs on how to set up a stadium I would say yeah and I think if you're in that area of Bangkok there are a few clubs um, but I would say BG would be the choice oh, yeah. definitely got a good team this year as well which helps so moving on another B Buriram, Buriram. United they are of course based in the magnificent it Chan is. Arena it's the only one where when you see it you kind of go for <laughs> yeah, I mean that could that could be stadium. in that could be in Europe. In, you know, that could be a top division stadium in most countries in Europe. Absolutely, yeah, and the capacity is thirty two thousand six hundred, which is the biggest in T one. It can be a bit flat distance. when they don't get because they don't fill it that often. But no. when we went there last season for that Port game, that was fantastic. That was just amazing. Was, thirty thousand people in there, massive game, great atmosphere. That was it was one that was one of the best nights I've had at Thai football, even though we. We lost. It was um, it was just like being at a big game in back in Europe. The atmosphere was incredible. Um, so a good stadium. What I don't like about that stadium is that there's no real sort of culture of standing around outside the stadium drinking because there's no beer vendors outside like most yeah. of the stadiums have. You can get a beer when you go in through the gate, mm. but you can't sort of stand around outside and drink a beer. Obviously, we did because Port fans all brought beer with them. But um, yeah, they were selling them out of the van bus. It's all a little bit corporate you know you've got your McDonald's there that's what I thought that's the main thing we got me it's it's brilliant having that big area it's like a car park so there's loads of space to stand around in but that space should also be full of of vendors selling (laughs) pork on a stick and Leo and but that isn't the case because there was a good restaurant I don't know if you yeah you were with us last year weren't you when we went there after the game we all went out to that Buriram fans restaurant just across from the stadium and there'd been a bit of needle but during the game obviously it was a controversial oh, yeah. game but we went in and, and we had a chat with some of the home Ram fans and they made us welcome and then about 10 minutes after we got there Keith staggered in and just started <laughs> shouting you dirty cheating bastards or something like that and we had to sit him down and uh, smooth things I feel like that's not going to be the last over time over a little bit but, uh, Keith is mentioned <laughs> in these away day stories I'm sure it isn't <laughs> no that's the, uh, the for the first of several mentions 
but yeah, it's a it's a, a great stadium. But I think it's got just little annoyances like them unveiling that sponsored Euro cake banner in the second half. Another and thing, and, and it's more the fans than the stadium, but the the fact that they have their very very well organised cheering system where they've got all these people who are apparently paid to to do what they do um, with two megaphones each just blasting out the same thing over and over again that's a little bit annoying and I, and I it and comes synchronised sort of swaying and all this yeah and it's just a bit it comes from the right place because they're trying to to get the atmosphere mm. going they're trying to encourage people to make more noise which is definitely a good thing but yeah it's not it's not as organic as as I would like it to be definitely I think it's, sounds, but I think it's only sounds manufactured <clears throat> I think it's only us as foreign fans who'd be annoyed by that though I don't think the Thai fans probably, would probably yeah. find that probably yeah. wouldn't even notice it necessarily I don't know no, and they've done some they've had some really good initiatives to help get fans into the games as well like if you a few seasons ago if you bought a Buriram shirt you could get in free to every game mm. which is a brilliant way to encourage people to come and watch the team yeah. because Buriram is a pretty small city considering they're trying to fill a 32,000 seater stadium <laughs> so yeah I, I think they do very well on that front as well so we're uh, we're giving Blue Ram United seven twenty baht notes. Seven twenty baht notes. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, of course, reference to some of our some of our less well-behaved Port Sandpit fans. fans waving the contents of their <laughs> wallet in uh, in protest to the Blue Ram mm. fans next to mm. us. It was lucky the fans that you bumped into in that bar weren't the exact people that were sitting next to us because they definitely wouldn't have responded well <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to a few, few people's arrival that's true actually yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, before so before Buriram were in the Chang Arena where they've been from 2011 they were in another place in Buriram called the Khao Kredong Stadium which I'm surprised they've got another another big stadium there they've got a 14,000 seater but I imagine that's like an, an athletics I'm sure stadium. Is, yeah, I'm sure it is. <clears throat> and before that, of course, they've got a, a complicated history. They were PEA, they were in Chondri, they were in Ayutthaya. But uh, obviously, since Nevin took them over, he moved them to Buriram. And they are... I mean, if you're in Buriram, obviously, you're going to go and watch Buriram. Yeah. That's no question. If you're anywhere, like, it is unclosed, then that's... They've got a pretty big watch. catchment area, haven't they? Yeah. Okay, so moving on to another northern team, an even more northern team, the most northern team, yeah. Chiang Rai United. Uh, they are in Sing Stadium. So we've had Leo, we've had Leo Stadium, Chang Arena, and now yeah. Sing Stadium. <laughs> Getting through all the beer here, and uh, they've been there since 2012. Capacity is eleven thousand three hundred and fifty-four. Yeah. So you, I haven't been. Oh, you've never been. I haven't been. You've never been. I've been. So I'll put you in charge of talking about. Uh, I've been twice, three, stadium. two or three times now, I think. Um, great stadium, pur- purpose-built, uh, right next to the airport. Yeah, definitely. I've heard people um, mention that it should get points for accessibility. So, yeah, you can you can fly in and out in the same day because it's literally 10 minutes. Before. You come out the airport, exit the airport, and the stadium's right in front of you. Um, so it's... Um, I've Port never do... Well, they did well there in 2017, obviously, we won, but... Um, the last couple of times I've been, you've had a bit of a sour taste in your mouth because of Chiang Rai's usual antics. Yeah. With, uh, yeah they, they, it's one of these places where you know you're playing against the referee as well. It's like Buriram, a bit like that when you go there. Um, but that's not... 
Yeah, that's the more stadium, down to the players. More down to the, players. But the stadium itself is great. I, I, I like it. It's, the, it's really well done. I mean, they don't maintain it very well. We got there for the very first game of last season and the away and the seats have got an inch of grime oh, and dust wow. and stuff and we haven't bothered cleaning them. Yeah. Um, um, but it's it's nice. The only problem is it's getting back into town after the game because there's no tuk-tuks or taxis or or bikes. Yeah, I've had that issue in um, other stadiums. I remember a couple of years ago we we came out trying to get back to town. Couldn't find anywhere getting back. Saw a foreign guy getting in his car and started speaking to him. And he said, "Oh, excuse me, I do not speak uh, much English." It turns out he was French, so I started talking to him in French. Turned out he was a Saint Etienne fan. So got chatting to him, and he gave us a lift all the way to the to the night market, which was you know, which was great. But it was obviously the only way we would have we would have got into town otherwise. Um, it's yeah, it's good in terms of not having a running track as well. It's got no running track. It's, yeah, the problem is near way in there. You've got a big fence dividing the the fans, mm-hmm. and then you, you and that obscures half the penalty area as well uh, when you're near yeah. way in, unless you're right down the front. So the views the views not great, um, but I like it. Again, you can you can take your beer inside. Obviously, it's a bit. It's a beer sponsored stadium, so there's so plenty, plenty of beer for selling outside. Do they sell Sing? They sell Sing and Leo. Yeah, and they sell bowls of insects and worms. With it being the north Ooh. of Thailand, I got a free bowl of worms first time I went there. A free bowl, free wow. bowl of worms. Yeah, she she saw me looking at them. And just gave I me hope you had bowl. enough beer to, uh, to I be did. able to I, get them down. I indulged. They were, they were, they were did like, they give you some like spicy sauce with it or something? Because that's that's the I've never eaten. No, what they did, these were like stir fried with um, lime leaves and dried chili and oh, garlic. Okay. So they're pretty nice, actually. They're quite crispy. That they're doesn't good. sound that bad. Yeah, if you've had a few beers and you can you can get over what you're actually eating, then yeah, then they're they're quite a, quite a tasty snack. Okay, um, it's a bit of a rite of passage going you know, eating insects at Thai football. Tom, I'm surprised you've not. No, I've you've not done it. It's yet. not it's not something that interests me. <laughs> so. Um, so I, I I like Singer Stadium. It's just a shame I, the home fans are a little bit laid back, a little bit quiet. Mm, yeah, um, they don't get they don't get very big crowds considering they've been one of the the most successful teams in Thai football in terms of trophies the last few years. They don't get very big. I think they've had a relatively recent ascent. I mean, they were in the second team yeah. before that, and I think Northern Thai people are very very laid back anyway, aren't they? That's so true, you know, yeah. they, they don't get. They don't get very, very worked up, even when they've got several drunken fans the other side of the fence and them goading, trying them, to wind, trying them to wind them up. They, so, so you're just annoyed because they didn't react enough to you being a complete wanker. To them. Pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how many bowls of cow soy would you rate the? Uh... Well, how many bowls of cow soy did I eat when I went up there? I think, I think well, that's probably seven's yeah. about right. <laughs> seven bowls of cow soy. Seven bowls of cow soy. Yeah, it's one of the better stadiums, but not probably not quite in the top tier. Right? Yeah, but it's 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 a purpose-built stadium, so it gets brownie points for that. It's yeah. better than the next one that we're going to talk about. So yeah, just briefly before we get onto that, we have Mei Fa Luang Stadium was the one they were in before that from 29 to 2012. Also in Chiang Rai, presumably because that's a university stadium. It was a running track thing and small capacity, only just over three thousand. So obviously they're much happier in their in their relatively new home. So, moving on, next C is Chonburi FC, Chonburi Stadium, the uh, very excitingly <laughs> named home, <laughs> and they've been there since two thousand eleven. Um, weirdly, there was one game in two thousand nine which they played in in Navy Stadium, which I think was the last game of the season. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was the same. Was it the same game where Patia 
played in Honda as well. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think there was there, there was, was weather issue. damage. I, I think there were storms in that yeah, area, and yeah, that seemed to be what happened. And somehow, uh, Satterhip Navy Stadium survived, where the others didn't, and they ended up playing there. But um, so, what do we think about Trumbury Stadium? It's eight thousand six hundred capacity. It's probably in terms of the away fan experience. It's probably almost as bad as Tamasat. Not quite as bad as Tamasat, but you're miles from the pitch but at least Tamasat it's elevated whereas Chombury it's not that's true yeah uh, and I remember we went there once and the away end was flooded you remember there was like three inches of water in the away end we had to pick our way over these oh, big yeah. puddles we had to move the barrier ourselves because it got dangerously overcrowded last time so yeah. we had to move those barriers out of the way because there were no stewards or anything yeah, I remember Spiderman organising a yep. big uh, push to I mean that, to be fair the last ga- away game there last season was probably the most fun I've had in that away game following Port it was such a great night it was a 3-2 win packed away and it was we had the Victoria's Secret bag which we were waving around as well see but my <clears throat> so much of football is to do with emotion and, and you know you when you remember a place you just connect to the feelings you had while you were there yeah. and my feelings every time I've been to Tamasat to uh, to Bangkok United is just <laughs> miserable I've had a couple of decent uh, times after the game drinking and hanging out with fans and stuff but but we always have a brilliant trip to Tombury. Yeah. And yeah, it's nothing to do with their stadium. <laughs> There's usually a beach on the way as well, isn't there? Usually yeah, a beach we normally stop. stop at the beach. We always have a good trip. So I think in terms of its its location, being at the beach... It's... And not too far from Bangkok either. You can get there in an hour and a half. Yeah, that definitely gives it big points. And it's, it's an area where there's um, places selling beer. There, there is actually someone, some shop selling like non-standard beer last time we were there as well I remember having some some like Paul Anna or something some German okay. beer and they've got a pizza company um, stall stall there as well but you can't take food and drink inside the stadium no that is a, that is a although I managed problem. to smuggle a beer in last time okay because the uh, I, I was watching actually then I don't know if you know when you go in the away I, I went in the away end I got a pint and the, the security girl stopped me and said you can't take that in so she said, you've got to put it on this table. So I put it on the table next to her, walked past her, and then just reached back round, grabbed the pint and carried on. Because, of course, yeah, she was dealing with the next person. So it wasn't... It was pretty You gave her the reach around. I gave her a reach around, yeah. Um, and then proudly took a picture of me waving a pint in the air from the away end. Excellent. Chomburi. Good work. Um, so she but, just um, she just nonchalantly thought that you were going to put a full she thought I was going to leave yeah. just leave it in there. all naive a poor naive girl I put a whole pint on the table walked past her and then of course yeah yeah I mean she obviously has never met you before <laughs> she's never met Port fans before but I remember we went there once and they they didn't have the away tickets ready and they'd only they'd only got 20 away that. tickets or something and you know it was uh, it's one of these places considering they're one of the clubs of sort of larger stature in T1 in terms of you know honours and stuff it's a pretty shabby. It's a pretty shabby setup, I think. It's true, uh, but I, I just kind of want to begrudgingly say that that's true because, like I said, I've always had good fun there. I've always had a good laugh there. The fans are very friendly. Yeah, there are decent places to get food and drink around. It's a nice area in terms of there being a lot of greenery. Mm. There's a there's that running track. Not the, there is also the bad kind of running track, but there's also. You know, one a, around the stadium, a, yeah. Yeah, a running place and, around and the stadium. And they won our away ground food award a couple of years ago as well with the Muslim fried chicken oh, lady yeah. was just outside. That was one of the best. I love Thai fried chicken anyway, but yeah. that was one of the best examples I've ever had. 
and of course, famously about Chamoy, they've got a pond. Yeah. It's the only <laughs> stadium in Thailand with its own pond. And that pond has been christened in a very, uh, yeah. very special way. As Don will confirm. It, Although they, they could do with uh, marking it a bit more clearly. It, when when people are walking backwards through that stadium... I would say they, that's not Chamboris for that. I'd say if you're walking backwards <laughs> around a football stadium, you've only got yourself to blame. <laughs> yeah. So we, we've rated Chamboris Stadium three ponds. Three ponds. Yeah. I don't know how many they have. They're probably more than one, but... I don't know. Why do they have a pond? Why, why would you have a pond at a football stadium anyway? Well, it's like a park, isn't it? It's it is. Almost I suppose like it's a like a park, there, yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, Chondry have played in two other stadiums previously, which are the kind of places you'd expect smaller capacity, um, kind of municipal and university stadiums. Um, they're one of the teams that's been in the same place for a very long time mm. which is good to see and they've been in this this particular stadium since 2011 which is good as well so moving on from Chonbury something that we will be able to agree on a bit more I think yeah. um, Wong Tong Ooh. United Wong Tong are of course in <clears throat> SCG Stadium and they've been there since 2007 so they have been there a fair amount of time now um, it holds 15,000 which is a good number for a for a T1 team but that's enough reasonable nice <laughs> stuff about the stadium which most Port fans obviously would consider to be their least favourite and with let's, good let, reason let's look at it objectively first of all before we start should, should we talk about like, what let's happens when about, you arrive there first? let's talk like, yeah I mean it's it's like this it's set in the middle of this sort of uh, Ballardian if you're familiar with the adjective concrete wasteland Surrounded by tower blocks and flyovers and motorways, and it's just a pretty grim. Well, you, you're basically location. under a flyover, and it's just like loose bricks lying yeah. around, gravel all over the place. There's nowhere outside in that area outside of the stadium to uh, to go have a piss or yeah. anything. It's it's pretty unpleasant, uh, and the stadium itself now is is actually it's a purpose built stadium. It's, it's a, you know it's a proper football stadium, and it's they've it's got a lot of stewards it's relatively organised in terms of up close it's look, it's pretty shabby though isn't it mm. you know if you see pictures of it I thought wow this looks great and then yeah, you go there yeah. and it, that's why we call it Legoland because it of just course. looks like it's sort of built looks like plastic you could and, dismantle it in an afternoon yeah, yeah. so it's um, of course we were banned from there for a long time we went back for the disastrous Champions Cup game the start of this season yeah um, but we, of course we managed to cover the away end in Cover the port end, sorry, in the uh, import stickers, which has made the trip worthwhile. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's just not a friendly place to go and watch football. I mean, and you know, when you travelled as a as an away fan, most places you're made very welcome. Yeah, and we'll yeah, with Chonburi we mentioned the fans are friendly. Boyram, the fans are generally yeah friendly. Um, and we'll talk about Sukhothai later. But you get, I remember going to Muntong for the first time, and we had to walk past the home fans to get to the away end, and everyone was just sort of giving us dirty looks and well, staring it's at not, us and it's not it's just, just that you have to walk past the home fans it's that's there's a specific area where they base their ultras yeah. who are the the black balaclava clad yeah. um, people yeah. who, who are the worst people. of the worst and yeah <laughs> people <laughs> so yeah that lot they're, they're just horrible and it's it's bad organisation to put them to have a system where we have to go past them to get in because it's dangerous yeah. isn't it and you do feel 
unsafe there if you know that's probably specific to maybe us and Buriram but but to any to to fans of any club which do have that kind of bad relationship with Montong it is genuinely dangerous yeah especially if you're used to the normal sort of friendly huggy touchy feely atmosphere you get at most Thai grounds it's 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 very different but on the one hand it's kind of it's kind of quite it reminds you almost of watching English football that kind of antagonistic atmosphere I know the the the, the game where it all kicked off in 2016 that cup semi-final I actually really enjoyed that because it was a bit edgy and it was um there was a you know there was a genuine rivalry in the air and it it, it was different to watching Thai football and I think a lot normally. of fans would say they've enjoyed the trips there as well yeah. even though they have been I mean, there a lot of bad things have happened. Obviously, there's been violence between between our sets of fans, and yeah, and it's resulted in points deductions, and, it, and nothing good has come of those games, except <laughs> except for yeah, that experience of being in a really hostile atmosphere, and and that is kind of part of the fun, obviously, yeah. for football fans, especially between big rivals. So yeah, but what what would you say if you were if you were a neutral fan and you were visiting? It's it's probably one of the better ones. It's, it is one of the better ones. I mean, but I, it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's it, not all it's cracked. Up. It's in a shitty area, and there's that bloody Yamaha Ultra stand. I mean, oh, if you're, that's, that's, so yeah, that's just ridiculous. That's one of the most Sponsored, like, ridiculous thing in Thai football. Who hold up big posters saying, "What, what was it? Money um, can't buy history." Yeah, money something. can't buy history. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! The level of self-awareness among their fans zero. Is, oh, that's even moment. worse than a than unveiling a Euro cake banner. I mean, that's yeah, you know. yeah, it's very cringeworthy. So, and, uh, uh, just to get on to our rating as well. My, my rating for them, I'll have to explain this, was two cups of Leo in unbranded plastic cups. <laughs> and the reason I've gone for that very specific um, formula is because the. the the last time I went there before the Champions Cup this at the beginning of this season was to watch Brisbane Raw versus Mung Tong in the Asian Champions League and we had a, a group well we had a couple of Port fans who also support Brisbane um, John and Costa yep. I believe and they came over and there were a few other um, Brisbane fans who had made the very very long flight from Australia and and they were just drinking outside as you do before the game. Obviously, they'd they'd been drinking for a few hours, and you're allowed beer in the stadium. Right? That, there's you're just allowed to walk I don't in know, I got there. A point thrown over me. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying 2016. And, and these guys, you know, having having made this incredibly long trip to get there, were stopped by the stewards on the way up into the away end because they're cup of beer didn't have the correct logo on it and they bought it you know at the stadium and they were told they couldn't go up because it wasn't like a Singh branded cup or something and then you know having had a few beers didn't feel particularly inclined to accept that <laughs> because there were I mean but to be fair there were Mung Tong fans walking past them with two smaller um, glasses with the correct whatever branding on them so the same amount of beer just in slightly different vessels walking smugly past them and up into the up into the stadium and having a giggle and these these stupid stewards you know there, there were only a handful of of uh, Brisbane Brisbane fans there and it was just you know show a bit of common sense these people have spent thousands of thousands of dollars to be there just treat them with a bit of 
a bit of respect. And uh, at, and at that point, I think Dom came back Dom into got the stadium involved in the shortly, obviously, yeah. shortly after, <laughs> and Dom literally missed. I want to say half of the second half just lecturing the stewards on what terrible people they were and it was entirely justified I, I really enjoyed walking past and uh, seeing him giving it to them it was brilliant I think they ended up having, having a nice chat after Don had, uh, had told them pointed out the errors there. <laughs> yeah and, uh, no but, but that just that left a bit of a sour note on what should have been uh, a really good experience there's always a sour note among tongue exactly e- even when there's no needle even when there's no need for for animosity they managed to create it uh, no somewhere. need for animosity you'd gone to a game between Mung Tong and Brisbane just purely to no but yeah purely but, to support anybody sure, who's sure, playing sure. Mung Tong and but, you had a port scarf with you as well <laughs> I did yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we put port stickers all over <laughs> exactly there. So yeah. don't give me that but shit. I mean for the for the Brisbane <laughs> fans not for me of course there's a reason <laughs> yeah. so that's that's Mung Tong two mm. and the reason this the reason it's two cups of Leo it's because yeah they won't let you in so yeah. if they do that you can't get in at all and that's best for all concerned so let's move on um, next is Nakon Ratchasima FC one I've never been to actually also known as Korat and they play in the 80th birthday stadium which is of course in Korat and they've been there since 2009 it's a big stadium 24,641 and they actually nearly fill it a lot of the time. Yeah. Not well, maybe not nearly. Didn't they, fill it a didn't lot they of have time, over 30,000 there about a few years ago for a game with Buriram? Yeah. They, they legally sold loads of tickets. And yeah. And they, they had, I don't know if they had the highest average attendance last year. I think they might have done. They, they, do, get, certainly they do get big crowds. First or second. Yeah. So that's really good. I mean, it's nice to be in a big stadium with a lot of people. That's, that's a definite plus point. And one thing that wasn't that good when we were there was there weren't many places selling beer um, it was quite like maybe it was just the away end but the area we were in it was quite hard to get beer and it was more expensive than usual I remember it being like 80 or 90 baht which isn't a big deal but, but it's I'd just pay unnecessary twice that now of for course, a beer of course <laughs> but it's, it's just a bit unnecessary especially I'm sure it's cheaper like over in Nissan generally yeah so obviously they've hiked the prices up a bit for the away fans which is a bit annoying but it's a decent area outside the stadium. There's lots of space. It's quite green. Um, it's a long way. It's a running track stadium. It's like an athletic stadium. So you are a, a pretty long way away. Because I, I remember last time we were there, Hawkers was doing the report. And he, at half time, he just kind of said, well, I, I don't really know what's gone on so far. <laughs> like, which, which team are we? Which way are we yeah, kicking? <laughs> his eyes aren't that good. And it's a long way away. So... Yeah, it it loses points for that. I think it's one state one stadium where you're better off just going to the sportsman and watching it on, on yeah. TV. I think. Yeah. So I've gone for the rating of six bags of popcorn. You might want to explain that one. Yeah. Well, they sell popcorn at the stadium, and I indulged in a bag of popcorn and never heard the end of it. <laughs> it seemed like a reasonable thing to do. I fancied a little snack. There was some popcorn there. It's decent <laughs> drinking food. But I was given both barrels by uh, by our more traditional fan base, who were not happy to see me uh, snacking on what was not considered appropriate food. I thought it was all right. Uh, well, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't eat popcorn at a stadium in England, but well, they wouldn't sell but it. You can't get meat pies at a stadium in Thailand, can you? Which no, I mean, I probably, I can't imagine. So. I can't imagine I would have bought that if there was 
like meat on a stick available I would have had that yeah. so it was probably necessity more than anything yeah I, I, I would have no issue with you with, with you eating popcorn so yeah it's pretty decent I, I can't say too much bad about it like I said the, the plus points are it's big and it's got a lot of fans in it you, you know you're in a, a stadium full of the, the fans are pretty vocal as well you know that's all good it's a bit of an annoying trip because it's like just past that that kind of golden two to three hour yeah, yeah, yeah. period which is what you really want from an away trip you, you want can't decent... fly there either can you no no so you kind of yeah you'll end up getting at, getting back to Bangkok really late if you do go there and then come back in the one day which is a bit annoying so yeah take I could take it or leave it I'm Cora. not being tired so like I say I can't comment so next you've definitely been here uh, I've been there a few tarot. times Bunya Chinda Stadium where they have only been since 2017 and uh it's the smallest stadium in T1, only 3,550, and it looks it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tiny. Um, it's a weird stadium because it looks like it's got it's got like five different stands, doesn't it? I mean, the you know, one side of the ground there's three different stands. There's no, there's no stands. <laughs> there's no stands behind either of the goals, and then you've got two different stands on the other side. So it's it's a very weird. And the away cobbled together stadium. The yeah, they moved the away. Very rickety. Oh, the away, the new away section is really shit. Yeah, the old away section wasn't too bad. You were under the roof, yeah. and then they moved it, and it's just that's a, one of a few occasions where I felt a very unsafe. Yeah, it did. It did feel unsafe because we obviously port. We packed it. out. We packed it out, and it felt like they should have stopped people going in at yeah. some point. Like it was swaying, and our fans aren't exactly gonna take it easy and you know calm down yeah so a little bit dodgy I've, I've been there to watch Police Terror as well in the home end and actually it's um, they have pretty good home fans actually the home fans are pretty lively yeah um, yep. I haven't got a bad word to say about their fans yeah uh, and you can get beer outside the stadium and you can take it inside so yeah that's good um, there's not a lot of food on sale well, I think there, it's been different on different oh, occasions. Actually, where we've yeah, been the, there. when we went to the away in that time, they had, there was a bur- there was even a burger van there. Actually, we did have some really nice food there. Yeah, but then, yeah, on another occasion we went, there was nothing. Yeah, so it's kind of hit and miss with food and drinks, never an issue. But it's very easy to get to now. Now they've extended the BTS. That's true. So it's it's yeah. going to be very easy to get to this season. I think it's probably BTS then a five minute motorbike ride, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it, it wins points. It's not. It's not the worst. It's not great, but it's. No. You know, there are. I think there are worse. There are worse stadiums in T1 than that. It's oh. certainly better than where they were before at 72nd anniversary stadium, which obviously is. Well, I don't like. I've got all this off Wikipedia, right? And you'd think with this being police tarot that this would be police, but I think it's BEC. It this is BEC tarot. Yeah, it's uh, their previous history. Mm. So yeah, this is just going briefly past the other stadiums they've been in. They've been in seventy second anniversary stadium, which is the one in Minbury, which is the one Tim's talking about. That was BEC Tarot. Before that, they were in Tepsidin Stadium, which is the little one Next in the, the National, National Stadium, stadium complex. Um, they were there for a couple of years, and before that, they were in Nongchok, which is in the middle of nowhere. So they've had a very Checkered histories. Tepsidin was quite a good place to watch football. Yeah. The drawback being, I mean, the location's brilliant, but it was on. It's on the university grounds, so you can't get beer, which is annoying. 
Um, so yeah, they've been through a lot of stadiums. Bunya um, Chinda is okay. I don't yeah. mind going there. Oh, I've got no problem going I've there. Ra- I've rated it five pairs of snowshoes. Is that for wading through the swamp? Exactly. The, yeah, it's the, I feel like it's the get best to the way away to, get, yeah. to get through the swamp. Or a surfboard. Or becoming a victim of the quicksand. All right, so we move on. Port FC. Oh, yeah, the, the temple of Thai football. Indeed. And, and I think most people, if you were to ask in a Bangkok expat group, which, by the way, stop yourself, don't do that for... On any subject, for yeah, any reason, yeah, don't, you, you don't will consult mo- <laughs> any Bangkok expat group on any question. <laughs> but if you were to ask any Thai football fan, I think that 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 knows knows their beans, they would tell you that the place to watch Thai football is Pat Stadium. The players would certainly say, "Yeah, <clears> the players love it. it. Um, the fans love it. Anyone who's been there says, "Wow, you know." And they compare the experience with with going to much bigger grounds mm. in the UK because it it may be small the capacity is only now between six and seven thousand we believe um, but it feels like it's like twenty thousand yeah when it's full and everyone's singing it's uh, it, it, it's very it's very noisy and we love it don't we I mean we I think the, I think it probably the stadium is probably the main reason I think most phalangs follow port the location of the stadium and the type of stadium it is yeah, I think it's less the, the club than the actual than the the location of the stadium and the fact that you're so tight to the pitch and the atmosphere is really good. And the fans, I think, and the fans, yeah, the fans make make that stadium experience so good. And I've written here that that we've been here since 1967. That that hasn't been non-stop. We have had um, stints in other grounds while improvements have been made to the stadium. So we haven't been ever present in Pat Stadium, but we've. It, it was built in 1967 and it still stands with a few extra stands having been built to it. Of course, it was just Zone A when they built it yeah. originally and Zone B, C and D have all been added since. But yeah, I, I like the fact that it's very much part of its commu- the community that it's in. I think that's where some Thai clubs struggle, like Bangkok United, for example. You know, they've, they've, Whereas it's, Pat Stadium is very much in the heart of the, it's, it's the heart of the community. And you know, people go there on a Saturday. It's like a big. It's like the focus of their of their week. And you know, you, you look outside the stadium during the game. There's hundreds of people sitting outside I was wearing say, port shirts. They're not yeah. there. You know, they're not even there to watch the football. They're just there because it's like the social thing for. And you walk around Klong Toy, like the, the slum areas in the market, and you see so many people wearing port shirts and port stickers on people's doors and things. And it's it's very very closely identified with the local community, which you don't always get elsewhere in. Entirely, yeah, and that comes through in terms of the the vending options as well, because the fact that all of the Klongtoy locals are staffing all of the very very many <laughs> yeah the numerous shops we have up and down beer stalls outside food stalls. the stadium. Well, the, you see, that's really the good. thing. I, I, I it was obviously the first game I ever went to in Thailand was at Port. When I started going to away games, I was expecting there to be a similar amount of food on offer, and I was always surprised when you get there and there's like maybe two people selling sausages on sticks and, and that's yeah. it you know port you can get um, pretty much every Thai dish you want to get there was even a sushi van a couple of years ago until they yeah. realised that they were probably way ahead of their time in trying, <laughs> to, in trying to get port fans to buy sushi I'm sure the the port Japanese fan club was enamoured I'm sure that not the, many other people I'm sure the two, the two or three Japanese port fans <laughs> were delighted or maybe not because Japanese can be quite fussy about sushi and I'm sure it wasn't Michelin style level sushi <laughs> this place was serving but um, 
but um, no, we love it. Uh, we, I, I, I really miss it. It's one of the things I miss most about the current lockdown is going to port the weekend and hanging around for a couple of hours before the game, drinking and eating food and yeah. talking to people. And I, 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 I really miss it. The one downer on it is the is the recent uh, move to make it all seater. I think they've absolutely fucked the stadium by doing that. Um, it, it hasn't had maybe a, a particularly bad effect on the atmosphere. The atmosphere is still good, but just the experience of sort of of having nowhere to put your knees and your feet, and it taking um, longer to get in and out as well is a big practical annoyance. Yeah, I mean, even before it was bad enough getting out at half time, but now it's just I don't even bother. Um, so I think they've they've ruined it for that and they did and you know they did it for one game and it was only ever going to be for you know for one game so I don't quite understand why they're it's probably a bit of an ego slash vanity project from from Pang um, and I think it's really ruined the not ruined but certainly had a negative effect on the experience of watching Port definitely it's definitely had a negative impact but even with that it's still I mean if you're a Again, if you're a prospective fan, if you're thinking of somewhere to go watch football in Bangkok, why would it's you the only else? sensible suggestion. Yeah. It's, it's by yeah. far the best place to watch football, especially if you're an English fan, because it does. It seems to tick all the boxes for English football fans in terms of what they want from a stadium. So, brilliant. I've rated it ten pairs of knee pads. Pairs of knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> ten mean, bottles of blend. Yeah, yeah. Ten bottles of blend. Ten glasses of Leo. It's it's the best. Um, yeah, just to name some of the other stadiums we have appeared in briefly. We've been in Tupatami Stadium, mm-hmm. Thai Japanese as well briefly, and SCG for maybe like one game or something. I don't know. We've been in SCG as well, but of course our home is, and hopefully for a long time will be that stadium. So. so, next up. Prachua FC. This is the first one on the list that neither you nor I've never I been there. have been to. No. It's called Sam Al Stadium. Uh, capacity of 5,000. They've been there since 2009. And um, I haven't been there, you haven't been there, but we have one of our former podcast guests has been there and he's written a nice little description of it, which I will read out for you now. And uh, this was uh, James Clark, Jim. So he says, almost a dream Thai Ooh. ground. You can walk from it down to a nice seafront with a few restaurants. The train and bus stations are walkable and the staff at the ground are so nice they'll let you take your suitcase in. That's definitely not <laughs> what you'd expect. Uh, when your train is late enough, you give up on making it to your hotel and back to town for the match and just head to the aforementioned restaurants. Being nice is very much a theme here, as the home fans pop round to the away end pre-match with full marching drums and a wasp mascot to make you welcome and offer you a free meal. Ooh-hoo. I've heard of that before at other stadiums. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. Free meal, absolutely brilliant. Um, the away end has moved to behind the goal. It was a bit of a temporary affair that would offer a decent view for a running track ground, but for one small issue. The original two-side design of the ground means a scoreboard stands in front of the away end centrally obstructing the view from behind the goal not so good so you end up more towards the corner flag to get a full pitch view if it were full plenty would be left with at least some of the field unsighted that might change as it's part of a larger sports complex that was being improved when I visited 
which meant the best toilet I've used <laughs> at a Thai ground was fully operational for my visit. Also, keep your eyes open for former England goalkeepers. I spotted David James as I left. Calamity James. Yeah. So, thanks to... Uh, thanks, Jim. Jim, for that little report on Pratchup. Sounds very positive on it. You went and to Pratchup for the football, Tom, didn't I, you? I did, well, I went to Hua Hin intending to go to Pratchup for the oh, football. Right. And I, it didn't all go as planned. Okay. So yeah, I went I went for the weekend and I thought, well, I don't really want to spend the whole weekend. We're not going to get this story on the podcast, are we? <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's it's, it's a small... not a suitable story for a family, <laughs> a family audience. The family okay. audience that we're trying to attract to the Sandpit podcast. Oh, well, let's, let's just say I ended up in Huahin and didn't make it to Pratchett up for the game, which was unfortunate. Um, but it sounds really good. I mean, it's great having a ground by the seaside. That's brilliant. Um, friendly fans as we're saying make a massive difference free food brilliant um, it's just the last couple of scenes it's always been like a Wednesday or a yeah we've been really Sunday. on Sunday it's, it's, it's kind of fixed you want to be on a Saturday Saturday night be a great weekend away yeah yeah it's definitely a manageable trip in terms of distance yeah. nice town nice people decent amount of fans I think it's not I mean it's not a big stadium but they uh yeah, they just seem like a nice club. I was happy there when they won the League Cup last year as well. Yeah, and David James, what was he doing there? That's a question. Yeah, I wonder yeah. who the away team was. Maybe he was watching an a former teammate or something. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe like foreign cinema Pongol was there. I don't know. Yeah, I think it might have been actually. I think it was. I think it was match up against China. Oh, maybe he was watching foreign cinema Pongol. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Anyway. So, moving on, Ratchaburi Oh, Ratchaburi, one of the best. Mitpon Stadium. One of the best. Where they've been since 2016. I thought it was newer than that, but... No, it's very new. Yeah. I think this is... I I would rate this, apart from Port, as my favourite stadium in Thailand. I think that's a good shout. Ratchaburi. I mean, yeah. it's, it's purpose-built. Capacity of 10,000. You get a great view from the away end as well. You're not shoved behind the goal Absolutely. somewhere. There's no running track. Um... You can take beer and there's only Chang available, but at least you can take it inside. There's a big open area outside. There's a big food area. area. And of course, at the time we went there, there was a family area where they decided that it was suitable for the family area to have leather clad. Oh, yeah. Large breasted dancing girls and a DJ and everything. Yeah. They're trying um, to flog they were, cars or something. They were flogging. They? Yeah, it's one of these. We'll talk about this when we got to Sukhothai. It's one of these provincial Thai grounds where people show up with like souped up custom cars and showing off your custom car is like part of the match day experience yeah. in rural Thailand um, which we'll talk more about at Sukhothai because it's a lot more obvious there than it was at Ratchaburi um, I like Ratchaburi you've got that big orange dragon on the back of the stand and you know, if the beautiful. game kicks off yeah. like 6 or 7 o'clock you've got the sun setting behind the mountains behind the sea. it's just beautiful um, and it was the scene of my first ever away port win ah, of course. I've been following port for three and a half years yeah. <laughs> never seen them win away and the last game of the 2017 season, Genki's last game, Port won 3-2. And I remember getting a bit, Port with 3-1 up and I was thinking, yeah, it's my first ever away win. I think in the 90th minute, Ratchaburi pulled one back. And, <laughs> oh, is it going to be... I was seen as a bit of a jinx at that point yeah. going to away games. Um, and uh, since then, I've been there. We, we, we won 4-1 there in 2018, that memorable win which we talked about in the last podcast. Um one thing I would say if you're going to Ratchaburi's don't bother spending the night there 
certainly don't spend two nights there like I did last year. Which I is, would uh, I would give the same advice. Really pushing it a bit. Um, there's not a lot to see there. There's not much in the way of nightlife. Um, there is. I mean, there's a there's a night market down by the river that's actually quite nice. It's got food stalls, but they don't sell beer for some reason. That's no, yeah, we saw this night market. Oh, great, we'll go there. Some seats by the river, beautiful, but no beer. But there was a, a normal like wet market where some of the people were selling uh, Leo, and there's a we found a nice craft beer bar there as well. Nice. Um, but yeah, I remember waking up on the Sunday morning there after two nights, and my train wasn't leaving until four, and thinking, oh Christ, I can't spend another day here. And, um, and may have also been partly down to the fact that you were brutally, brutally hungover. I was very hungover. Which isn't Ratchaburi's fault as such. Uh, no. <laughs> so I just ended up getting a bus back, which ended up only going as far as Pinklair and having to get a taxi from there. But I still got back before Dom. There was an amusing story about Ratch as there always is with Dom. But uh, we were in Ratchaburi last time and woke up in the morning and Dom was like, hey, I'm getting out of here, suckers. I've just met these type this Thai family in my hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Who've offered to give me a lift back to Bangkok. So, yeah, yeah great. What Dom didn't know, of course, was that his Thai family were planning on visiting every temple in the Ratchaburi area <laughs> before they went back to Bangkok. Now, we had temples which me and Dom had visited ourselves yeah. the previous day. Um, so I remember getting messages and photos from Dom every sort of half an hour saying, I'm in this temple, I'm in this temple. And I think he got back to Bangkok at about nine o'clock that evening. Whereas, oh, whereas I was having around, left in the morning. Having left in the morning. Oh, he'd, that's he'd been to about seven temples, I think. Wow. And he got attacked by a monkey the day before as well. <laughs> There's a, there's a. Um, so carrying rabies with him. He was there. There's like a park in Ratchaburi where there's these um, big um, like cliffs, like mountains, mm. and you can go there and walk around. And they've got monkeys there. You can feed the monkeys. And this monkey was convinced Dom had got some food stashed in his backpack. So oh. he, uh, he, he tried to. He, he does look a, like a shifty individual. He made a lunge for Dom's backpack, uh, which was again was quite funny. But um, so yeah, if you go to Ratchaburi, it, it's easy to get to. It's a couple of hours from Bangkok. You can yeah, get on. It's a nice, it's perfect distance it's a nice train journey the stadium's 10 minutes out of town um, so it's uh, I, I, hard to fault it really home yeah, fans the, are the only thing, fairly friendly the thing which has been a bit frustrating the last few years has been that they've they've got this very what looks like a pub exactly they've got this structure yeah. outside which is in the perfect place for the away fans it would be a really good place and it, and it looks like they've kitted it out with like beer taps inside yeah and TVs, tables, and stalls. It, it and looks things. like a sports. Bar. It looks like a pub, yeah. and it's never open. And it's so frustrating. Every time we go there, we oh, is the pub open? Yeah, the Dragon Bar or whatever you know, whatever it should be called. So that's a little bit frustrating that they have this this brilliant thing that they don't use, which which we would undoubtedly. When you go there, you'd spend loads of money. You know, yeah. you'd pay. You'd happily pay a higher price for beers, being in that kind of atmosphere and. Sure. Yeah, so it's a shame they don't utilise it. Before they were in Mitpon Stadium, they were in Ratchbury Stadium, which I did go to. Um, I guess in 2016 or maybe 2015. I think 2015. Yeah, it was the it was the year when we were rubbish. <laughs> so <laughs> I went there with my with my Canadian friend Matt, and we did we made the mistake you made. Um, we didn't stay two nights. We stayed one night. But we went up on the train. We 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 went to this stadium and we didn't think twice about transport we didn't think twice about how we were going to get back to our hotel and we had a lot to drink I think it was a late kickoff, so maybe mm-hmm. it finished at 10 o'clock and their fans left relatively quickly afterwards 
and we were just we realised at a certain point that we had no means to get anywhere. <laughs> like, neither of us had like internet on our phones either. We were both like Luddites who were using like Nokia's or whatever. And yeah, we ended up having to just walk aimlessly for a very, very long time before we found like a tuk-tuk or something which would take us back. Yeah, we, we basically pre-booked uh, tuk-tuks. We met these tuk-tuk guys and just said, pick us up after the game. That's the only way you can do it I'd say in most small towns, but in particular yeah. in Ratchbury, that's a very important detail <laughs> to consider if you're going on an away trip. Don't just turn up and expect that, like Bangkok, you'll be able to get a motorcycle taxi or a normal taxi very easily. It can be a problem. And we did walk a very long way. Luckily, we had so much to drink that... You didn't care. It, we didn't really care. We ended up at our hotel. We had several more beers after that. It was, it was, an, it was a very enjoyable trip, that was, despite the fact that we <laughs> walked around Ratchaburi about seven times. You didn't give it the award. You've got an award for Ratchaburi Stadium, haven't you? Eight removable plastic chairs. Eight removable plastic chairs. Yeah, I me- remember being there 2017 and Toby waving a... One of the chairs had become detached and Toby was waving it above his head until some panic fans become, told him to put it down in case we got dock points for in the, trashing the stadium. In the spirit of um, of the Victoria's Secret Bar, it just kind of... The Victoria's Secret Bar. Victoria's Secret Bar, that's a good idea. The Victoria's Secret bag it kind of became the mascot of the night and I think I think Toby had like been in trouble earlier as well for smoking a cigar <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think he lit up a cigar in the away end and then started waving this chair around in a manner which was deemed by some uh, some mother as being a little bit too aggressive but Toby was there the villain I think of the if night. you're caught on film with port fans waving the seats above your head it could be misinterpreted as it, it could be yeah, we all know Toby means well, but yeah, it, it, it the the way he's photographed doesn't seem to be very kind to him. He he became the face of the uh, the money waving incident at Boomerang, <laughs> and he was the chair waving uh, hooligan of Ratchaburi as well. There's, there's going to be some like wanted poster that ends up with <laughs> Toby F. ends F. up on F. A. Thailand yeah, <laughs> wanted poster. <laughs> oh dear. So, moving on. Next up, we have Rayong FC. Never been there. I've been to PTT, but I've not been to this one. Yeah, we've we've been to Rayong to watch football, but, but a, a lot of our fans have have been to this stadium, Rayong FC. Apparently, there's a Rayong FC. There's a Rayong United, who maybe don't exist anymore that used used to exist. There's a PTT Rayong, but this particular Rayong Province Stadium. Mm. Has uh, has been visited before, yeah. So um, we've had a few um, comments written about Rayong, <laughs> Rayong Province Stadium, where they've been since two thousand nine. It's seven thousand five hundred uh, capacity, and Mike Strunk told us a little bit about it on our on our Port Imports group. So he said the uh, the seating at the stadium was similar to construction scaffolding, and the view was terrible. Uh, we stopped at Robinson's on the way back to eat and Keith ordered a large pizza and ate the entire pie in two minutes. So that's basically all you need to know about Rayong. We, we've, no, we've heard from multiple people that it's just a bit rubbish. I yeah, think it, looks, it looks like your normal well. generic provincial athletics stadium. He said it was pretty rubbish. Stadium. It's a shame PTT aren't still around because that stadium is was, was one of the best in Thai football. PTT stadium. I mean, it's a bit rickety. It's a bit sort of half 
jerry built but in terms of the view you get but in terms of the fact there's no athletic again threat. purpose built proper football stadium yeah. really nice uh, grounds around it yeah lovely place can't buy beer there no no we brought oh yeah we had to send our send our driver off to buy crates of Leo I wasn't drinking that day it was in one of my non-drinking periods so uh, I remember being extremely drunk <laughs> you were extremely there was that German guy I remember who was just almost oh, was, I've never out, seen yeah. anyone so drunk I can't remember his name but he, I've never seen anyone so drunk at a football game yeah almost passed out and they had those weird sort of navy security guards there as well it was very strange um, I think that wasn't that Jadek's last game yeah, as we lost 1-0. Before we? Choke took okay, over, we lost 1-0, yeah. To uh, Dennis Marullo. Dennis Marullo. Oh, I remember. Um, we do also have a clip to talk about Rayong FC, which I've just taken from a previous podcast, which I did with uh, Jim again. So, I'll play that now. It was a game the following season where I felt like uh, it was away at Rayong. Finished a two-two-all draw. Warrat, the keeper, skied a, he, he just airballed it and it trickled in in about the 94th minute. Finished two-all, classic poor. But at that game, I was yeah, it was after a run of games very close together, and I'd gone away and was coming back over land from Cambodia, and I was the only Farang in the bill in the away section. And I arrived late, and um, I was talking to a guy on outside. I actually wandered in with a bottle of water and a bottle and a, and a beer and uh, sat down, started drinking my beer and then had a, went to have a sip of water and the security guard noticed my bottle and started shouting at me. It got a bit heated, he was shouting at me. I, I went, oh, you want it? And went to throw it, which wasn't the wisest. <laughs> you went Tiago on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, then he started shouting at somebody else for it, at which point a couple of Port fans, ties came over and said, you're okay, come come, come, sit by us. And then a couple more, and when we scored, they were giving it to this guy. But uh, it was the fact that, oh, you're, you're, you're here on your own was already happened outside. And then that happened. 100%, you're one of us. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure you're okay. So apparently Rayong, not a very friendly place for security yeah, it's guards. Not, it's not getting a very good review here. Jim's had, a, Jim's had his issue with security guards. Tim has also had an issue yeah. in, with PTT Rayong with security guards. So we've rated Rayong Province Stadium as one obnoxious security guard. It's basically everyone just says it's shit. We haven't been, but everyone who has says it's rubbish. So I take, take that word, word for, for it. it. <laughs> so next up, Samut Prakan City. SP uh, Dons. is Samut Prakan SAT Stadium, where they've been since 2019, uh, which is as long as this particular version of that franchise has existed um, 5,100 capacity reasonable um, I, I was quite impressed with it last year because it, um, it was it was packed out and it was a, it was a great atmosphere because home, the home fans made a lot of noise there were lots of Port fans there we made a lot of noise it was um, it was actually was, a pretty good place to watch I football. was not impressed with it because there was that massive issue before the game of them not selling enough away tickets yeah and we ended up there was just this massive scramble for tickets on the day where people weren't sure whether we were going to have enough tickets for all our fans so they ended up buying tickets in other zones and it ended up where there was just a load of Port fans in one of the Samat Prakan zones and that's where I ended up as well yeah. so I thought that was a bit 
Well, I thought they did a good before. job because it's an athletics track stadium, but they built a stand on top of the athletics track behind the goal. So you're actually quite close to. Yeah, no, that's definitely. That's, a, that's a positive. Um, of course, because I was close enough to. Uh, yeah. To shout abuse at Bosco. To tell Bosco, which is yeah. exactly what I thought of his performance. <laughs> um, but I quite like it, was almost like being at a lower division English ground because when you're outside the ground, you're in this street, all these like little rows of shops and houses and things. And and it was actually, I, I really enjoyed my visit, apart from, apart from Port losing and playing really badly. Um, a good, a good amount of decent vendors as well. A lot of vendors around there. Um, there was a shop selling rabbits. I quite remember the rabbit shop. Shop oh, yeah. selling just live rabbits right across the stadium, which I've never seen before. Very dangerous idea to drunk port fans. Yeah, like. taking a, take a rabbit into the stadium with you. Um, Whack Boscovich's shirt should, on it. You should try job. that in here. should try that next time, actually. Take a rab- buy a rabbit, take a rabbit. <laughs> Give it to Toby. He'll, he'll wave yeah, it around. Yeah, Toby will wave it around. <laughs> um, so I, I was, um, all, although it's like a sort of cobbled together running track thing, I actually quite enjoyed my, my visit there because it was a good atmosphere there. So I, I, I thought it was one of the better places to watch football. But it's not going to win any awards for stadium design, is it? It's a and, bit of a shithole. But. And it really depends where you are as well. Because, like I said, I was in one of the away sections, and I tried to, or in one of the home sections, and I tried to get the one which was closest to the Port fans. Mm. But that meant walking all the way around. And you basically had to walk along this grass bank with a clong right next to yeah, it. Yeah. And there was no actual path there. And no toilet facilities at a reasonable walking distance, so you just ended up pissing into the clong. So it was a little bit manky in that respect. Yeah. Uh, There's no, and plus, in order to get out from there to get beer, you had to go all the way around oh, again, which was Christ. a real pain in the ass. So it was a little bit annoying. I didn't enjoy my trip there as much as you did. Yeah, I think um, if you're in the, the the actual proper away end, it's uh, it was a pretty good experience. Yeah. Um, so I've rated it for Port Futsal Club re- replica shirts. Ah, from the shop selling... Yeah, because I just found it funny that when we were there, all of the local vendors were obviously very excited that there was a big contingent of Port fans coming. So rather than selling Samut Prakan City football shirts, which you might think would be the thing to do at Samut Prakan City... They, uh, they were just selling Port Futsal shirts. And it would probably work. They probably sold more of them than they would yeah. have done. <laughs> Some of Prakan shirts. So yeah, I think if you're... Another problem with it is the location, really. Because it's... Some of Prakan would be a brilliant place for a stadium if there was one near the BTS. Yeah, you know, even the Samrong like, BTS. Exactly, like around the Samrong area. It would be a brilliant place. There there'd be loads of... I mean, there are loads of people there who I'm sure... Probably a lot of them go to Port because it's easier to get to. Yeah, <laughs> and if they really wanted to be the club of Southern Brooklyn, I think, yeah, moving to a better yeah, location. It's, it's, it's just a pain in the ass to get to, isn't it? Like, yeah. like so many, unfortunately. Yeah. Sukhothai. So next up is Sukhothai FC, big Talai Talai Luang Stadium. Big fan uh, of Sukhothai. Where they've been you've since not been, you've not 2014. Been there, have you? I haven't been there, so I'll leave it up to you. It's a it's a proper stadium, purpose built it's a long way out of town it's kind of it's right on the the side of this massive lake there's a big lake outside Sukhothai and it's um, yeah it's lakeside it takes a long time to get there we had to I mean Sukhothai is a difficult place to get around anyway because Sukhothai you've got old Sukhothai where you've got the historical part mm, yeah. then you've got Sukhothai town itself um, and then the stadium's about 20 kilometres outside the, the town 
Um, so you have to get a. We got a. There was loads of us up there, so we just rented a song tail. Um, but it's a great stadium. It's it's purpose built. Again, you've got the problem where you, the away and there's a big fence up. Uh-huh, um, yeah. Spiderman got into an argument with one of the home fans when we were there last time, and he managed to get into the security zone in between the home and away fans, and I had to. I was trying to pull him back because <laughs> the security guards were uh, were uh, sort of wading in. It all got a bit hairy. I think he took offence to something one of the home fans said. And anyway, um, so it's the only time I've been there. And now we went there last season. It was the first game we lost that season we lost 3-1 it was the game when Sumanu was sent off for, for hitting uh, the ref yep. um, so we came out of that stadium absolutely seething Port had played really badly we had a player sent off and we were about to just stomp round to the song tail and head back into town then we had to walk past the home fans and the home fans were all there with their souped up custom cars with the bonnets up so they could show off their engines and everything pumping music out and the home fans all of them came up to us they were, they were giving us beer they were hugging us. They were trying to get pictures taken with us, and it totally changed our changed our mood because we were in a foul mood after the game. By the time we left the stadium, we were in a great mood because they were the, they were by far the nicest fans we'd met. I've met anywhere on my travels wow. in Thailand. I mean, they were all just like rural bumpkin types, but they were just they were lovely, and they were uh, they were trying to swap. Sh- Some people swap shirts with them. I didn't because I, I didn't want to lose my port shirt, but a lot of people swapped shirts with them. Um, and they were just they were just really uh, they were really really friendly and everyone in Sukhothai was friendly the bar we went to he was giving us free food because we were buying so many beers there and uh, and then of course we got the flight back with the same referee and linesman who'd sent Sumanya off they were looking pretty sheepish in the arrival area when they saw all these people in port shirts and, but, but, it, but he was but, certainly but, right in hindsight he was right yeah. and me and Kenny got our pictures taken with the, the referee and his <laughs> officials so uh um, but yeah, I, I, I like Sukhothai. It's a great uh, destination to visit for a weekend. The, the you can old, fly there, yeah? Yeah, you can fly there on Bangkok Airways, so it's a bit expensive. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Or you can fly to Pitsanulok and get a bus. Okay. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's a great place to visit for a weekend. Um, it's a great little stadium. And yeah, it gets a good uh, gets a good score. A high score from me, I would say. One high of, score one from of, you. So eight Mitsubishi eight Evos, eight souped-up Mitsubishi Evos with, <laughs> with uh, I don't know much about cars. I didn't know what to say, but with a lot of speakers, alloy rims, whatever they are, and spoilers and and big speakers and things. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit. Of, it was a bit of a like a Fast and Furious vibe outside the the ground afterwards. Guess there's not a lot else to do there's, around there, especially as it's kind of out of town. Yeah, I imagine there's very little else to do in uh, in Sukhothai. I mean, like it's, we actually found a craft beer bar in Sukhothai. Actually, they run they'd sold out almost of craft beer, and we were drinking Leo there. Cause, <laughs> um, um, but it was everyone was friendly there. And, uh, it was uh, it was they get decent crowds, don't they? They get they get quite good crowds. Um, but it was really hot that weekend. I think it was about March or it was March or April last year. And we did a cycling tour of the old town. And it was like forty degrees or something. Mm. It, was, oh, it was just much. We rented a motorbike the next day because it was easier. But uh, yeah, nice place. Nice place to watch football. Friendly home fans. And, okay. uh, yeah, proper stadium. What can I say? Eight thousand capacity is pretty decent for a for a smallish place as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, before they were there, they were in Sukhothai Institute of Physical Education Stadium. It's a bit of a mouthful. Much smaller also in Sukhothai okay so we move on to Supanbury 
FC, where we have both been, uh, in Supanburi Provincial Stadium. They've been there since 2007, which is one of the... They've had a, a good stint there. Um, big capacity, 15,279. It's also been used for national team games a couple of times. I think their goalkeeper, their former goalkeeper, Sintavichai, Sintavichai had his yeah. testimonial. Uh, in that stadium it's almost used for the cup final it was one of the mooted venues for the cup final it last was, year wasn't it yeah before it got moved to Bangkok okay, I find so, it hard um, to talk about Supanbori because they're just so boring yeah I mean, they're like the Southampton of Thai football aren't they they're just this nothing boring club that never do anything they had one interesting season quite a lot of years ago now when they had Chapui in their team and um, they qualified for the AFC Champions League but then weren't allowed to play well, they weren't allowed to play in their own stadium because it hadn't qualified for AFC. It hadn't met the AFC standards. Even their own fans find them boring because they're just... Yeah. What, what can you say about they it? Just, they underwhelm every year. Yeah. But their the stadium bottom, wasn't too bad. It's... Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, um, it's an athletic stadium, but it's sort of it's not as bad as some. You still get a decent view. You get a decent view because it's more elevated than, than some of the other ones. You're not... You're not too far away, and there's some nice food outside. Food and drink, um, they had a good little readily food available outside. They had kamankai, which is one of my favourite dishes. I've never seen at a stadium anywhere. Yeah, um, I remember wolfing down a plate or two of kamankai before the game. Chang only though, which is they lose points for that. Yeah, never a good look. Could we take beer inside? Did it pass the the beer inside test? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I feel like it. I feel like we could, but I could be wrong. I don't remember. We've given it, uh, it's, I think, kind of bang average, really. Five yeah, plates of common guy. It's just, just like the club itself. It's just nondescript. It's, it's a good distance from Bangkok. It's an easily manageable trip. Yeah. Yeah. Before that stadium, they were in Supanbury Sports School Stadium, which sounds rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> they were there for two years. Capacity of only one thousand five hundred, which is awful. Um. So yeah, it's better than that. Right, we're on to our last T1 Ooh. stadium. Um, Neither of us have been to this one. No, another one we haven't been to, Trap FC. Trap FC. Trap Provincial Stadium, where they've been since 2012. Uh, holds 5,000. And it's it's a long trip from Bangkok, this one. it's How long would it take you on the bus? Six, seven hours? No, no, it's about ten hours. Whoa. That sounds. I mean, it shouldn't be that. With with, much, with the stops, but, you know, especially on the Thai. I mean, Linny went on the Thai bus a couple of years ago to a yeah. cup game because they they stop at every temple yeah. way and they they do like four or five beer and toilet stops. So it's about ten hours. Wow. Uh, you can fly again. It's Bangkok Airways, I think. Um, so again, it's one of these grounds that has never come up on a suitable date. I think that last year we played there on a Wednesday or something. Mm, it's one of yeah. those places that's a good weekend destination overnight. Yeah. Definitely. Um, of course, yeah. If you had a long weekend, you could even take in a trip to uh, Koh Chang, which isn't too far away. We booked, hadn't we? We booked there in March this oh, year. Oh, of course. Remember we, we, booked, due to we go, booked hotels yeah. in Trap, and then of course, of course the, the season was stopped. But yeah, we, we were planning. It was our next away trip. It was our it? next away trip. Yeah, we got the minivan booked, we got the hotel booked. What a shame. Luckily, um, we had a refundable hotel yes, booking, which yeah. was helpful. Um, so, yeah, Trap FC. I mean, my wife went and just said it was your, your generic provincial small athletics track stadium and uh, Dom 
on that note, has a short report for us okay. about so, um, Trap Provincial Stadium. Take it away, Dom. Trap Stadium, um, well, there's not that much good to say about Trap Stadium. Linny summed it up fairly well by saying it's a bit shit. Um, it's a running track stadium, multi-purpose, so it's for the use of the whole province. Um, along the two long sides of the running track, there's two one-tier stands. At, um, they're okay, but um, there's, it's yeah, it's fairly basic. Um, when I went there, which was dogs age ago, um, they it, uh, the away fans were in a temporary wooden stand, but they've upgraded that now. They've tacked on uh, two extra sort of add-ons to the grandstand so it's made it a little bit better and now way fans have got oh, at least you've got a roof over your head for uh, when it rains um like uh, like like Cesar like Changrai um like Songkla because you have to go a long way over there to get there it's normally a fairly small away contingent there and yeah like pretty friendly atmosphere do um, people are just pleased that you've made the effort to come all the way out to track for the football game and also similar to those other games um, there's not much to do in the, in the town so when there's a football game on like you get a fairly good crowd the the main stand is fairly quiet the stand uh, the smaller stand opposite that is um, yeah, it's got fairly noisy when I was there it was fairly good support. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, this is uh, not going to make the top five more likely a candidate for uh, bottom five or uh, bottom three stadiums in the current TPL. Uh, again, uh, probably on a similar level with uh, Rayong FC and that sort of and um, yeah and BEC Terror for uh, a stadium experience. That's my review of Trap Provincial Stadium. Um, not the best, possibly, uh, possibly one of, or possibly the worst. Uh, Thanks, Dom. Yeah. So it's it's basically similar to Rayong. No one says anything particularly glowing or exciting yep. about it. Um, certainly, don't go out of your way to make a long, arduous trip to Trat unless you can also take in some of the delights of the of the local beaches. Yeah, make sure say. you've got a couple of nights there and go to the beach. And- so we've rated it one Jonathan Wass. Jonathan Wass, yeah, Jonathan Wass's favourite Thai, Thai destination. Uh, write in the comments if you got Tim's uh, Tim's joke. <laughs> so um, that's our final T1 stadium, and we're not going to go through the whole of T2 because why would we do that? But we will briefly mention some of the ones that we have been to. China, in the past. of course. So we've been to China, Kaoplong. Uh, I, I like Kaoplong Stadium because it's kind of. I mean, it's got this very sort of rural sort of deliverance vibe to it. It's very much <laughs> deliverance. You get off the van, you expect to hear the ling, ding, 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 like dueling banjos and things, you know, the way people look at you when you get... It's not that friendly, is it? No. The locals always sort no. of give you sort of dirty looks when you go there, which is unusual for, for rural Thailand, because normally they're quite friendly. Um, but I like it. It's, it's, in a, it's a beautiful location surrounded by hills and we found that really nice restaurant before we went there a couple we of years do, we ago. We did find a very, very nice restaurant and I remember when we got into the stadium as well, there's all these tractors on display. Yeah, it's, it's, tra- <laughs> it's very, very rural. Extremely rural. They've, uh, but that's good. I mean, they've got their own identity. Yeah. Um, of course, the, the China cheerleaders were a favourite feature. Pink Rangers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were a favourite feature for the away fans because they had these 
I think there were three women who would always turn up for every home game and away games. They've been sort of away games as well. well yeah, yeah, yeah. Very vociferous cheerers. Yeah, and uh, very nice to look at. Sadly as missed. Well. Sadly missed in T1 this season. The yeah. Pink Rangers. Um, so yeah, that's China. and of course yeah, that was the the worst toilet facilities in oh, Thailand gosh. probably. Just it was disgusting. Just even, even worse than it was. Absolutely it was worse than not having toilets. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it was, was. just it was. the thought of walking into that room with it was pretty horrific inches thick of brown liquid yeah it, it <laughs> was just disgusting horrible so yeah prepare yeah. to uh, piss on a grass bank or something while you're there but I'll miss going there this season even so yeah um, Chiang Mai Chiang Mai United is one or their new stadium Never this been. year um, I was there for a weekend uh, for a long weekend a couple of months ago so I I popped up I watched a friendly at this stadium and this friendly so this is Chiang Mai United Stadium the Rajamangla University of Technology Lanna Stadium this is more in the middle of nowhere than I can possibly explain <laughs> I was driven there um, by a friend and it, like after like 10 minutes of driving along country roads you were convinced you were on the wrong road like there's no way there's a stadium at the end of this <laughs> and it turned out there was but it was just it was one stand um, it looked like it was fairly recently built like it was it was okay but really uh, the pitch was absolutely terrible there was nothing you know all around all the other stands so I wouldn't recommend um, going to watch Chiang Mai United um, customs I think we know a couple of people have been to customs I, I haven't been Jim's been to customs I think mm. cassettes are we've ah no well cassettes start now are not playing in cassettes start stadium they're playing in TOT stadium ah, okay, well, they which were I've been to cassettes start with a we, we accidentally before. stopped off at cassettes start university stadium while trying to find yeah Bunyan we had Jinder some, some misguided uh, motorbike drivers who uh took us to Kassitsart University Stadium where we were supposed to go to police but we went to watch um, of course Port B played there didn't they in that one season yeah so we did end up there for a real game as well yeah TOT Stadium where Kassitsart play now I had one very good experience there um, when we were in T2 and we had a very well maybe we were in T1 when TOT were in T1 and we had a really exciting game there it was it was one that we really had to last win. Last minute penalty. Last it? minute penalty, which Rochella scored. And I remember the away end there was behind the goal that we scored in. And we all just basically got off the away stand and walked right up to the net, basically. And we were stood right really close to the net. And uh, when it went in, we all had a big celebration. Really, really good fun. I had a good trip there. And there's a big car park outside where Port fans were selling beer and stuff. I go past it on the way to obviously immigration in Chiang Mai. Of course, right yeah, Chiang Mai immigration. Uh, Nakon Patom. Nakon Patom United. We had a great trip. Did you come? Did you come? Oh on yeah, that I was there. Yeah. yeah, that was a fantastic the trip. Famous that was trip when we were when we were away. Fans were banned, of course, because it was after the Muntong thing. But we'd already booked too many vans, so we all went there undercover thinking we'd be blending with the home fans but of course as soon as we got off the bus the first these thing two kids Tara Tara <laughs> and we weren't wearing port shirts we, we weren't were, wearing port shirts we were wearing neutral neutral shirts for the most part but then and of course when port went a goal up everyone was Ray! <laughs> yeah we, we were not I think that was another one where Keith was particularly of course yeah 
he found it particularly thing, hard to The great thing himself. about that, though, was the away fans are banned, so we sat with the home fans, and at the end of the game, we lost 2-1. Macron Patom scored two late goals, but at the end, all the home fans gave us pretty much a standing ovation, didn't they? They were all they standing were very there, friendly. shouting, singing Taro, and shaking our hand when we left. It was, it was really... It was really good. Of course, the tradition is after every Thai football game that the away fans, um, well, the home fans, kind of pay tribute to yeah. the away fans and and chant their name. But of course, as we were banned for this game, you kind of assumed that it wasn't going to happen. But they were very, very nice yeah. in there. Well, they won. If they'd lost, maybe it would have been different. But yeah, well, they were a very nice bunch in yeah. general. Um, so yeah, a few other stadiums here. Sisaket. Sisaket. We've been to. Again, you're fairly generic provincial. I thought Sisaket was particularly good in terms of the food and drink situation. It was another one where you needed um, you needed wading boots to get yeah. through the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were just unlucky because it had been raining. But the the home section they had a magnificent array of food and drink. A lot of obviously delicious local Isan stuff I got badly around. bitten by ants because I was standing Ooh. waiting for beer and the beer stand was right in front of an ant hill Ooh. and I was standing on it when I was <laughs> getting beer so I got a few ant bites yeah, um, but but I remember um, I was sat next to um, Wooty Chai's dad at that game the whole Wooty Chai clan was there yeah and we'd run out of beer and uh, Wooty Chai's dad was sharing his beer with me so nice chat so nice nice fella and uh, it meant that I couldn't slug off Wooty Chai during the game which I normally do at port games but <laughs> I normally did at port games but with his dad sitting next I'm, to me I'm, and not, I'm not exactly sure you'd have understood you but yeah but it would have, wouldn't have been right would it no, you're sharing yeah, his beer with me and of course his son was on the pitch and, yeah so. there, were, there were several other family members there as well he's got very strong genes that guy Wooty Chai's father because everybody in his family looks exactly like him they've, got, they've all got very prominent jaws haven't they Wooty Chai's brother and his sister looks exactly like him as well which is a bit of a shame really but, you know. yeah. but um, yeah he must have the strongest genes in Thailand that guy because his whole family look just like him <laughs> okay so um, that's T2 we haven't we haven't been to many of the T2 stadiums um, been to all these though haven't we other stadiums of course there are a few other notable stadiums which you will end up going to at some point if you are a keen Thai football fan so we start with the, the biggest stadium in Thailand, Rajavangla Stadium. Um, 49,722. They've unfortunately fallen just shy of the 50,000 mark. It's just been redone. It looks pretty good after the... They've repainted the outside. They've so repainted it, looks, it to make it, it a lot better. white. Yeah. Um, it's a very... It's a magnificent structure. You can see it from a very long way away. The grounds around it are, are also very impressive it's it's the base of the majority of the sports federations in Thailand so the volleyball um, all there's like there's facilities for every sport you can imagine basically and um, one drawback is usually you can't buy beer there yeah, because it I is buy beer. it's university grounds <laughs> last time I went they do make exceptions sometimes for national team games well, the first time I went to watch Port there we, were, we bought beer and we could take beer inside if it was in like a in a bag, not mm. beer in a bag. Thing. Okay, yeah. But then I went to watch in Vietnam against North Korea there um, earlier this year, and you couldn't get beer anywhere. Okay, so that would have been the the league game would have been when Osotspa um, Osotspa were playing there. Yeah, yeah. and that was really a, a terrible experiment because 
they just had so few fans. I think they had about 100 fans in Port, weren't they? Port, Port took quite a lot of fans, obviously, but it was probably like... But it still looks like nothing when you're in a 50,000 like 1,500 fans there, maybe, in total. Yeah. Um, and, but I got... I think it's probably the most drunk I've ever been at a Port game. <laughs> um, because you could just take these bags of beer in, and that's the first time I ever ate insects, because I was so drunk after the game oh, I was wow. eating insects. Yeah. Um, and then I remember getting a taxi home and I basically the taxi door opened and I just fell out the taxi onto the road outside my house it was because wow. we, we we got there very early before the game into this restaurant across the street and then we ended up there was a party in the car park after the game so we just ended up drinking lots of beer and there port wow. fans dancing in the car park and everything and it was just a very long long night um, and it was yeah a bit of a, a bit of a mess it's definitely game. a stadium you have to experience especially if it's full for a national team game if you get tickets there for a Thailand national team game and it's a big you know big game where everyone's excited it's it's a stunning atmosphere well I've been there for Osotsbar against Port and uh, North Korea against Vietnam in the uh, a- AFC under 23 so you can imagine what the crowds were like for, for both of those games yeah I was there. The best game I've seen there was Thailand against Iraq. And we went down 2-0. And it looked like a kind of hopeless situation. But Thailand staged a memorable comeback. We ended up getting two late goals. I think both game, both goals came after the 80th minute. And uh, similar as to experience you described earlier, I had a, a whole beer thrown over me. <laughs> it, was, it was one of those where I got into the stadium and... You couldn't like. There were seats free, but they were like you couldn't really get to them. So we just ended up standing at the front of this uh, tier, and yeah, so it was just loads of people kind of lined up on this balcony. And when the goal went in, beer was flying around everywhere. everywhere. Excellent, excellent experience. So yeah, Rajamangla must do at some point. Uh, Super Chalasai Stadium, rarely used for football. It hasn't been the home stadium for any T1 team for a long time which is absurd because it's a 20,000 seater stadium yeah, and it's right in the centre of Bangkok right in next the to the BTS, yeah, BTS. it's a shame that it doesn't get used at the moment I think it's basically out of commission because yeah. it hasn't been renovated and no one wants to they're thinking about knocking it down and so no one wants to pay for it to be renovated so I've been there for a couple of FA Cup finals and it's pretty dangerous because the, 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 the steps are really really steep there and you get outside to walk down to the steps outside it's unlit and it's it's a bit of a it, it's a bit dangerous but it's it's not a bad stadium for an athletics track stadium um, I remember watching Chiang Rai win their first trophy the FA Cup there ah, with the Chiang yeah. Rai fans and the atmosphere was really good that game when they beat Bangkok you know was it 4-3 they beat Bangkok United I think and, oh, uh, 4-2 yeah. And there were two the red, red cards. There were like three red cards or something. It yeah. was uh, it, it was a great night. Um, so yeah, it's a shame it doesn't get used more because I think for for cup finals, it would be the be the perfect venue because twenty thousand is about the right number for a Thai, yeah, a Thai cup final generally. Um, yeah, and it seems to hold the noise relatively well compared to other yeah Thai stadiums. And then Army Thai Army Sports so Stadium, which again is out of out of commission now I think as well our last stadium I don't know if it's out of commission but it certainly can't be used by army (laughs) anymore because I think there was well there was a political situation involving um, whether the club or the army itself was uh, 
had jurisdiction over that particular base. I don't know that much about it. But basically, Army have now moved to Utai Tani, mm. where they're playing in a much smaller stadium. Because the, the Thai Army Stadium is a 20,000-seater. And we've had some very good trips there. Um, FA Cup semi-final being the most notable one, of course, last year. Memorable. That was an epic game. If you uh, if you stayed to the end, especially a lot of people didn't, because it was we were hit by an absolutely oh, it's the most amazing rainstorm downpour. I've ever seen at football. Yeah. I think I was in the stadium. I worked it out by the time I left. I've been in the stadium for some, like four hours or something because because you had extra yeah. time penalties. There was a long delay. Oh, it would have been rain. longer than that. Yeah, it would have been longer than that for me. Definitely. I mean, if you arrived there an hour before kickoff as well, <laughs> you, were, you were basically there for four, over four hours. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it was, it was one of my first away. Stay. I think it was the second port away game I went to was at Army. Um, again, not a great stadium if you're in the away end because you're a long way from the action That's true. behind the goal. But um, but easy to get to. I got my wallet, not my wallet stolen, but I had my wallet empty of money there once as well. Um, actually, well, it's not that much good to say about Trap wallet. Stadium, Lenny. Summed up fairly well by saying it's a bit shit. It's a running track stadium, multi purpose, so it's for the use of the whole province. Um, Along the two long sides of the running track, there's two one tier stands at Narrow K. But I'm not sure. Yeah, it's fairly basic. When I went there, which was dog's age ago, so apart from Port, which would you uh, say is your favourite? The away fans were in a temporary entirely. wooden stand, but they've upgraded that now. They tacked on uh, uh, two extra sort of add-ons to the grandstand, so it's made it a little bit better. And now away so fans good. have got oh, at least you've got a roof over your head very, for uh, really when like it rains. Yeah, like like Sisaket, like Changrai, like Songkla, because you have to go a long way over there to get there. It's normally um, a fairly small away contingent group, there, um, and yeah, quite a pretty friendly there, atmosphere. Um, do people are just pleased that you've made the effort to come yeah, all the way no, out I'll to track for a football game? Yeah. And also, similar to those other games, not great, but yeah, there's not much to there. do in the, in the town, yeah, so when there's a football game on, like you get a fairly good crowd. The main stand is fairly quiet, the stand... Uh, yeah, the smaller stand opposite that is um, mm. yeah, it's so, got fairly noisy when I was there it's a fairly end, good tour of Thailand um, but yeah unfortunately yeah. this is uh, not going to make your top 5 more likely a candidate a for uh, bottom 5 or um, there are uh, bottom 3 stadiums in the current TV why, why would you ever go to uh, again yeah, um, probably you never go to on a similar level with rail music and all these interesting uh, things yeah, that you do get for yeah, sort of uh, a stadium experience like that, that's that my review of Trap Provincial China. Stadium and, yeah, um, the temp- we found some nice not the best Rachaburi possibly well. uh, possibly um, one of or possibly the worst apart from if it wasn't due to football I'm trying to think somewhere else I've been I mean Chiang Rai is different because you'd go to Chiang Rai anyway mm. you know, Chiang Rai, Chiang Mai places like that but yeah places like Rachaburi Supanburi yeah, great. It's a, just an, an excuse to get around a bit more. Um, it's it's particularly nice if you can, as we can, kind of rent a van and go with a big group of people. And the away day vibe is obviously yeah a, a very I'm big looking f- draw. For... I'm looking forward to the next one of those whenever it is September, hopefully. Oh, yeah, it's been it's Not been before. tough. It's been tough being away from football yeah. for so long, and uh, this really does make me miss. 
the away trips more. People keep posting um, pictures, you know, from their Facebook like, this time, this on this day last yeah. year, or two, or two or three years ago, and it's always a brilliant away trip which I'd forgotten about. And uh, yeah, it just makes me miss it more. But anyway, let's hope. Uh, let's hope we're back soon. Let's hope we're back soon. Let's hope that at least there's a friendly coming up fairly soon once things start to get back to yeah something approaching normal that would be nice alright so here ends our here our ends latest our latest podcast. our latest podcast don't know when the next if anyone's if anyone wants to join us for a podcast or if anyone's got any good ideas for a podcast please let us know yeah we're happy to uh, we're open to ideas with no football going on we start to run out of ideas so yeah. uh, so if if you've got a good idea for a podcast or you want to come and join us for a podcast then uh then please let us know. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.